Hey y'all, welcome back to the Hey Dad, Can You Talk podcast. I'm Bailey, I'm your host, and each week we call my dad Toby and we just have a fun, short discussion about different things like parenting, marriage, mental wellness, things that everybody's struggling with or wants to talk to somebody about, but maybe you don't have that person to call. Well, I have been around for 34 years and I've been talking to my dad for most of those years about my struggles and he just always has really great wisdom to share. And so we thought it would be helpful for you guys to get to peek in on these conversations and um, also get some of his wisdom. And so we are excited about these weekly conversations. We're excited you're here and I'm looking forward to today's podcast. So let's get this show on the road. Let's call my dad. Hey, B, what's going on? Mom, this is so fun. <laughs> it is so fun. And I'm sorry, my voice is a little low. Had a no. little bit of laryngitis this weekend. So okay. it sounds funny to me, but. No, at least you can talk. I know. Early, on Saturday, we couldn't even understand you. So. Yeah. So good. this is definite improvement. Yes. Well, <laughs> a lot of people are like, wait, this is a different person. I and. Know. That's because this month we are doing a whole series called Meet the Sloughs, which um, is our entire family. And so today I get the privilege of interviewing mom, <laughs> yay! also known as Micah. Um, mm-hmm. And we didn't let dad be on this because, you know, we need our own time. So That's sorry right. about that. <laughs> I bet. I, I mean, you better watch out, mom, out of this. <laughs> everyone's going to be requesting a Hey Mom podcast. I don't know about that, but (laughs) it was funny because this morning he was asking me what I was doing. I said, I'm doing a podcast with Bailey. He said, you are. (laughs) I know. I was like, he probably doesn't even know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) And then he was probably just like, oh, I get a week off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except he doesn't. Except he doesn't actually. But he's he's traveling so much that we're having to pack his schedule. So sorry. Yeah. It's just what happens when you're big time, you know? That's right. Yeah. So yeah. well, I'm so excited you're here with with us. So if you guys don't know, Micah, aka mom, um, she co-founded Gobi Ministries with Dad. And so that is one of the reasons that we are gonna focus on our whole families because we all get to luckily play a different role in this, in our ministry. And so we kind of wanted you guys to get a peek into who each of us are, Mm -hmm. hear our voices, our stories. And so I'm excited about it. It's going to be really fun. So, so mom, would you kind of tell me us, the listeners, Mm -hmm. a little bit about how you grew up? Like, where are you, where you were from, what, you know, I know everything. I'm trying not to give it away. So yeah, no. So I grew up, I have one older sister who's three years older. My dad was a rancher. So we lived out in the country on a big ranch. And, um, I really think I was supposed to be a boy, but I wasn't. So, (laughs) um, but he, he treated us as, you know, daughters, but still, I mean, we did, we helped him. We worked outside and we got up early and worked. And so, um, I feel like that work ethic is part of who I am. Like 
you just do it. Like you just do nothing is too hard or nothing is not for girls to do. You just put your head down and do it, you know? And, um, and I'm thankful for that. Um, and it was a, and it was a great way to grow up. I, I learned a lot of things. I can do a lot of things. And, um, so I feel like that has helped me throughout my life, Mm -hmm. but also that I grew up in a Christian home and, you know, godly parents that, that loved me and, and helped me to learn a lot about, um, God and being faithful and being in the word. And so, um, I feel like a lot of those things shaped who I am. And so it gives you a little Mm. bit about my background. Yeah. Fun facts. Mom was a track star. She was so great at running. She's also voted most beautiful at her Um, high school. What in the world? How do you, you don't even know that? How do you know that? Because <laughs> I've seen your yearbook, and you are beautiful. So it was a very little school. There was no. Oh, stop! <laughs> She's very modest. Mom is um, definitely like. She, this is not normal for her to be in front of the camera because she's very used to behind the scenes. So we're grateful that you're here with us, but she has so much wisdom to impart. And, you know, I was lucky because I got to see that firsthand growing up and still do, but I think it's important for other people to know why you are the way you are. So I'm excited. I'm glad that you're sharing these things. So, um, and she really does love to be outside and work hard outside. I (laughs) I would rather do that. Yes. That's true. Uh, so, okay. So then you met dad in college. Yes. Tell so us a little bit about college. that. We went to a Christian college and, um, and I, um, it was just funny how we met because we both kind of ran in the same group, but didn't really know each other. So then when we got to know each other and, uh, started dating, then pretty much you know, that was it. <laughs> we started dating and dated for about a year, I guess, and then got engaged and then engaged a year and then got married after our junior year of college. So we were babies. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, um, he was just, he, he laughs when I tell him this, but he was just fun. Like he is a fun person and y'all all probably see a little bit of that side of him, but, um, but he was, he was strong in his faith and he was, um, just very, um, he's a a very loving, like his whole family, you know, grew up hugging and, and, um, and so very affectionate, I guess. And so, um, it was, it was, um, a fun relationship, I think. And not that we weren't both strong personalities, because of course I just told you about my grown up. So I pretty much had a strong personality and was stubborn and, um, and am stubborn. And so, uh, we definitely butted heads a lot. We felt like our engagement year was probably like your first year of marriage, you know, cause we were, we could have some knockdown drag outs, but, um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of, and then he was a business major. I really thought he was going to, you know, be in sales or something like that. And then 
after we were married and we were helping teach a junior high class at our church, he just felt like God was calling him to the ministry. And that was really not anything that I had envisioned. Yeah. I was going to ask you that. Would you ever have thought you would have been no, full time? Even though I loved church, like I, mm-hmm. I grew up going to church so that, but I did not ever see myself in that role. And <clears throat> I mean, I think I didn't want to be under the, the spotlight, you know, mm-hmm. and I just felt like that was going to be a, a hard thing to do and live just from my experience, watching preachers or pastors and their wives, you know, and their families. And so I just was like, whoa. Um, but went into youth ministry and loved it. And, and, it, and, you know, it, it's been great. Like I didn't lose my identity. I mm-hmm. didn't, you know, I was still able to be who God called me to be, even though I was part of the team, you know, I was mm-hmm. very supportive of him and I was very involved in all of that, that he was doing, but it didn't, I didn't just, you know, lose my identity in it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of. What would you say went. to someone like, um, you know, who may be being called to something that they aren't, don't feel prepared for, you know, and <laughs> feel like maybe they're not equipped to do. Um, what did you, from your experience, what would you say to someone like that of how to step into a role that you don't feel like is something you thought was going to, what your life was going to look mm-hmm. like? You know, for me, it was, um, I think I just maybe look to other people in that role. Like maybe when he was a youth minister, I had, we, we probably had friends that were a little bit farther down the road from us. And I would find the wives that I thought I wanted to be like, you know, Mm -hmm. that seemed normal, that seemed happy, that seemed, um, like I said, just still had their own, their own life, but Mm -hmm. were very supportive. And, and so, and then later then when he decided he wanted to be a preacher or, you know, the lead pastor, then I had a role model of someone that I looked to that I thought, okay, I can do it if I can be like that. Mm -hmm. You know, there's, there were other examples of, I don't think I can be like that, you know? Yeah. Um, and so those were the things I just kind of tried to, to look to those that, that Mm -hmm. I saw were doing it well and thought, Mm -hmm. okay, this, this is out of my comfort zone, but I see how I could do it and still be me. Right. Right. So do you feel like that experience prepared you for other experiences along the way? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just with marriage or with anything. I mean, there, it's just a learning process, right? Mm -hmm. You go into it with one like, this is how it's going to be. And then you go, it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, so with everything, I think it just had to be me depending more on God than, than myself or what I thought I could do or, um, how I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. And the older, I think the older that I have gotten, 
the more I've, you know, just seen that I can't, it's not because of me. I can't do it all if I don't have that faith or that mm-hmm. strength. And so, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, cause things change and they're not what you think they're going to be like, but as long as you know who your strength is mm-hmm. or, you know, then I think you can do it for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, so speaking of things, maybe you weren't prepared for. So we've talked a little bit about this on our previous episode, which is like one of our highest viewed and listened to episodes, mom. So Patrick, <laughs> um, when we talked about, you know, how to handle um, when someone that you love is struggling, what and um, which we're referring to dad's struggles, his mental health struggles. Um, and so, you know, one of, I wanted to ask you, cause I don't think I've ever asked you this before. So dad, you know, he started dealing with his panic disorder when I was young. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. How old do you think y'all were? We were probably, I don't know, probably your age. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I was we thinking were in probably, your early thirties. Yeah. Um, do you feel like you were had you ever had anybody in your family that struggled that you knew of maybe looking back now, but you know, had you ever dealt with mental wellness struggles before dad? No, no. And that's what I was thinking this morning when I was thinking about this. Um, it just wasn't talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. I didn't know anybody that I, that I knew of. Right. I may, they may have been, and I may have known them and I didn't know. Right. But also, I mean, I feel like now, you know, you have the internet and you look up everything. I mean, you know, and we did have some type of that, <laughs> but back then, Not really. but you just didn't do that. You just didn't go and research all this. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I would have, which I didn't, but I would have had to read a book or, you know, Mm -hmm. something like that on it. But no, I mean, Mm -hmm. I knew nothing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, you know, when we're talking about feeling ill-equipped, you know, you can, I feel like you can put, see how God had prepared you a little bit as far as dealing with things that you weren't, you didn't feel equipped to do, you know? No, I think because of my growing up where you just do, I mean, you just, it's hard and, you know, but I just put my head down and did what I, only what I could do, which Mm -hmm. a lot of times wasn't enough, but, um, you know, I just had to take care of y'all. I had to try to make sure dad was okay. I had to make sure our home was a safe place, Mm -hmm. you know? And, Mm -hmm. um, so I didn't know, you know, I didn't know really how to help them. I didn't know what to say, what not to say. Um, so I just had to do the things that I could do. Mm -hmm. And that was to keep y'all okay. To keep our family as, you know, put together as we could. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like that's what, what I did that was going to be my question was like, how did that make you feel as a mom, you know, be taking care of young kids with, you know, someone you love struggling and Mm -hmm. not being able to be 
there fully at the time, especially when he was struggling, you know, uh, really badly. And then, you know, I know he went through seasons of harder times. How, Mm -hmm. how did that make you feel? And how did you handle that as a mom? Well, I felt like I was kind of in it by myself. You Mm -hmm. know, I just remember some times of, um, wishing that he would engage with Mm -hmm. us or, you know, but knowing that he just couldn't. Mm-hmm. And not really understanding that because I'm more of a person of, well, I can set that aside mm-hmm. and I'm going to just, I'll think about that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. that's not what he could do. Like he mm-hmm. just couldn't do that. And I got to the place where I understood that, but I did feel like um, I was having to do a lot of that on my own. Mm-hmm. And um so that was, that was hard, but you know, I just looked back and the only way I could do it was with God's strength, you know, and that's, mm-hmm. that's the only thing that got me through. And I can, I can say that I prayed a ton and I read scripture mm-hmm. and read scripture and read scripture mm-hmm. and, and that did sustain me, but for sure, I mean, it was just God's grace that I could mm-hmm. do the day to day because it was hard and, you know, and he wasn't sleeping at night. And, um, so we were up, we, you know, we were up a lot. So it was this, it was a, it was a very, it was a very hard time and mm-hmm. I didn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I didn't research it or, you know, and I really didn't talk to anybody that was, or had gone through any of that. So Mm. I didn't know. I was just (laughs) day to day. Yeah. So if you're looking back now, would you have done anything differently? Like, um, as far as reaching out to other people or, you know, and obviously, like you said, we have more resources now, but Mm -hmm. what would you encourage somebody who might be in a similar season of trying, of feeling like they're kind of alone because they don't know how to support their the loved one that's struggling but then also yeah. they have this responsibility you know to to yeah. their family I think for sure like I had one friend whose husband was struggling with something different but we were kind of in I feel like we were in you know the trenches mm-hmm. kind of together so we would be able to talk a little bit and that was so helpful because mm-hmm. it may just be you know hey I need you to pray for me today or sorry, or I need, you know, or I'm just, I don't know what to do. Like I would call her, I don't know what to do. Mm -hmm. Like, this is how I'm feeling and I'm frustrated or I'm sad or I, you know, and not that she would say, well, this is how I handle it. She would just listen or, you Mm -hmm. know, I knew she was praying for me, but, um, so I think that is important if you have someone that you can talk to. And I wish that I'd had someone older that had gone through it or someone not older, but someone that had gone through something like that that could Mm -hmm. say, you know, it's going to be okay. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't have that. But if you, you know, I would just for sure say that is something important is to reach out to somebody. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I even felt like then I could have gone to a counselor, Mm -hmm. but I don't, even even dad has said, you know, that it just wasn't like it is now. I don't feel like um now 
I, I feel like you could for sure find a counselor easy that, you know, you could talk to. And I would think that would be a good thing, but I don't think it was as easy then. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. So I didn't, Mm -hmm. but I know that would have helped. Do you feel like you had to hide the fact that dad was struggling or even that you were struggling with people? I do. I Mm -hmm. mean, we were, you know, we were in our thirties, like you said, and he was, um, the pastor of a church that was growing and successful and we were good, but in, in the kind of really religious environment that we were in, it was not, you did not show the weakness. You did not show that side. Mm-hmm. And I don't think, I don't, not really sure people would have looked down on it, but it just wasn't something that you opened up about. Mm-hmm. And so he, you know, he didn't feel like he could be open about it and I wasn't going to be open about it, you know? And so that was one of the things was we would go to church and I knew how much he was struggling and I, and you know, so I was doing everything I could to help him, but it was like, we weren't, we weren't showing it to anybody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as much as we could, you know, I don't know. So that was hard because you definitely were not trying to hide it, but you weren't being open about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why do you feel like it's important to talk about it now? Like from your perspective, but then also anybody else like, you know, struggling, why is it? And not, and like we, you shared on a more public platform because of Gobi Ministries. Um, But just with any, why do you feel like it's something that should be talked about? Because I think, to get help, you can't just hold it all in and you can't isolate yourself. You, you have to talk about it. Um, and when you talk about it, it helps people, you know, it, I know for him, especially at what, it's not an easy thing for him to, to talk about. And I know for a male or for a female, you know, it makes you feel weak and it makes you're ashamed of, you feel like your faith isn't strong enough. You feel like, you know, what are you not doing right that you're Mm -hmm. having this struggle? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think when you talk about it and you open up and you reveal it, um, Satan doesn't have the power Mm -hmm. that he would have if you held it in. And Mm -hmm. people can come alongside you. Mm-hmm. That if they didn't know that you were struggling, they wouldn't have a clue that they needed to come alongside you. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the more it's out there, the more you realize you're not the only one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and um, you need you need help and it's OK to have help and it's OK mm-hmm. to ask for help. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, so that's good. I don't know. Yeah. What do you feel like you learned the most? Like what? from going through that with dad. And I mean, obviously he shares that he still struggles, but you know, that's been 20 plus years of, of a struggle that you guys have walked through together. Um, what's some of the greatest things you've learned from having to support him in that and also live it, your, you know, be right there, have it first, a first look at it all, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think 
that it it formed our bond a lot closer because I think for us, one of us may be struggling at a time and the other one, you know, later, but usually it's not both of us at the same time. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) it was good to be strong for him. Mm -hmm. But then also there are times he needs to be strong for me. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think for our marriage, that was a good thing, Mm -hmm. you know, and, um, and then I, I don't know. I think just, you know, making sure that we keep our faith strong, that we keep our marriage strong, that we continue to stay healthy, stay active, you know, all these things that we learned were very important, Mm -hmm. you know, for mental wellness, for, you know, whatever it was. And, Mm -hmm. um, and to be intentional with those relationships that we need, Mm -hmm. you know, to pour into them and then allow them to pour into us in those seasons, Mm -hmm. you know, so Mm, I think all those things were revealed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, I'm sure now when you are having struggles, you, there's just so many things that you, when you experience that together, it's kind of like the practice that you need for, (laughs) for other times. And dad, we were talking yesterday and he was talking about how the prep work you're doing all this prep work for, for a time for, you know, for a season that's coming that you may not be prepared for. So how important it is to strengthen, like you said, y'all's relationship and communication and whatever Mm -hmm. for other things. So, because obviously mental wellness has been a big struggle, but there's been other struggles Mm -hmm. too. So I'm Mm -hmm. sure you're able to use what you learned then for, for things now. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Well, dad, I always ask him to leave one like takeaway. Like if anybody, you know, was listening that Uh is struggling or has a loved one struggling like with a mental wellness, um, whether it's anxiety, depression, you know, whatever, just Mm. panic. What, what, what is one thing you would want to say to them? You know, one piece of advice (laughs) or one piece of encouragement um, as we leave and finish off Mm -hmm. this discussion. I, I mean, it just, Right now, it just, you know, I thought, you know what, to have grace, to have Mm -hmm. grace for that person and to have grace for yourself, Mm -hmm. because I didn't understand what he was going through Mm -hmm. and, um, but I wanted to love him through it. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm -hmm. Um, so I just needed to be able to give him grace to do what he needed to do to Mm -hmm. be, you know, how he needed to be. But I also turn around and had to get, give myself grace that I didn't understand. Like God didn't make me that way. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I couldn't understand what was going through his mind, but I knew that God, you know, was with me. I knew that he put me in that place. And that he could help me love him like I needed to. And he helped, he could give me the words that I needed to say. Mm-hmm. And if I screwed up, <laughs> which I did, you know, um, that that was okay. 
Mm-hmm. You know, that I could, um, it wasn't, you know, it, it might've not been <laughs> helpful at the time to say some of the things I said <laughs> or to, um, to not be as sympathetic or, you know, whatever it was, but, but that I could always come back and mm-hmm. say, you know, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't understand it, but I do want to, like, I do mm-hmm. want to help and I do want to be what you need me to be. And so I think that just don't be too hard on them. Don't be too hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, if you get frustrated, you're frustrated. If mm-hmm. you, if you have a day that it's really hard and you're like, why? Then that's normal. Mm-hmm. But um, we just the next day it's a new day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's so good. I think that's I think that's something we can all take away, no matter what struggles we're having. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, grace for ourselves and for others. Because I don't know, some days it's easier to give it to yourself. Some days it's not, and same with other people. So yeah, but yeah, that's good. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. Well, I love hearing, hearing your side of the story and also just more about you. I know people are going to love that. And, um, I have a quick story before we leave, like before we leave today's Esther's birthday. And I was thinking about you. I know I sent you the picture last night, but she's turned three and three years ago, mom, mom always has come and stayed with me when the kids are born and I never wanted her to leave. It was never long enough, (laughs) (laughs) but this time we were like waiting on Esther. Esther was late. Both of the boys were early. So we were thinking she was going to come early. Did not. Mom was here at least a week, if not more, before Esther actually made her arrival. Don't and ask dad. He's going to say it was a month or something. Yeah, it felt like forever to dad. <laughs> but I loved it because we got so much time together and um, we got to we got to do lots of fun things, even though I was bitter that Esther was... <laughs> not out because I was huge and sweaty and gross. But I think about like, that was such a hard waiting season for me, but like now looking back on how sweet it it was for us to be together. And the fact you took that time to just be with, with us was so special. Um, and I'll always think of that whenever Esther's birthday comes around. I know. So So sweet. sweet. Yeah. When I, when I texted you back, Yay, that was so fun. I was like, well, it really wasn't fun for you. <laughs> kind of was, but kind of wasn't because you were Look, like, come yeah, on, Esther. I know. But looking back, I only remember, I do remember being frustrated, but I mostly remember how much fun we had together. So that yeah, was really, we did. that was sweet. And I was so grateful. So any of you out there that our grandmothers are going to be grandmothers, it's super special to get to, you know, to be there and spend that time with your kids. Cause it, it's just, it's just, I don't know. As a new mom, new mom, I just felt like I, even with the third kid, what the heck am I doing? <laughs> and there's different <laughs> struggles with each kid and mom has always like really helped me. So I'm, I'm so grateful mm. for you. You're such a good caretaker. Yeah. <laughs> it was sweet. So, I know it was. And I can't wait to just tell Esther all about it once she remembers. I and doesn't. know. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, yay. (laughs) Well, thank you for being on the second time. I'm just so honored. (laughs) It's so funny when you ask, you're like, 
mom? <laughs> like, of course I will. I was like, please, can you do this podcast with me? And then I text Ross and I'm like, Ross, need you to be on. You don't really get to say no. <laughs> that's okay. Well, coming up, dad is going to interview me, which that's going to be interesting. He doesn't know that. So, oh. um, <laughs> And then I me I'm gonna get an interview Ross, oh, um, our, my brother, mom's son. That'll be really fun. So I think this month is gonna be a really fun month on the podcast. So thanks for kicking yeah, it off. Cool. Yeah. All right. Happy to be here. I love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> I just love that you guys got to hear from my mom. She is the best. She really is one of my best friends. And she's just like a, just a little gem. And I feel like not many people get to hear from her. And I'm just so thankful that you guys got to. I also was telling her when we finished recording that I feel like very rarely do you get to hear from people who have supported people who are struggling. And so the more she can share with us, the better. So um, I hope that you guys enjoyed that conversation and that you're reminded to give yourself grace to get today and other people grace because you never know what someone's going through. So we love y'all. Thank you for being listeners. Thank you for engaging with us. And we will see you next week back on the pod. Bye.